Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about a great victory for God's people called The Walls Came Tumbling Down from Joshua 6. In that story, we learned the big truth that God fights for those who trust in Him. This week's story is called The Fight of Gideon and the Flight of Midian, and it comes from Judges 6 and 7. Think back on all that we have learned about God's people. Let's consider three questions. First, do God's people get in trouble when they rely on their own strength instead of God's? Yes, every time they rely on their own strength, bad things happen. Second, do God's people have victory over their enemies when they trust in God's strength? Yes, they certainly do. Remember the walls of Jericho? Third, How often did Israel trust in God's strength? Not often enough. You're right. Israel's history is like a teeter-totter, up and down, down and up. Israel rebels and God disciplines. They cry out for help and God rescues. They grow comfortable and start sinning again. And then the whole thing repeats itself. This pattern is especially true in the book of Judges, which records stories about the time of the Judges, God's leaders who ruled after Moses and Joshua and before Saul, David, and Solomon. These judges didn't wear black robes, bang gavels, and say, order in the court. They were warrior rulers. And when they relied on their own strength, they lost their battles. But when they relied on God's strength, they were victorious. Chapter 22 The Fight of Gideon and the Flight of Midian. Judges 6 7. Have you ever noticed in the Bible that God's people get in trouble when they think they are strong, but that God is strong for his people? when they know they're in trouble. Up and down, down and up. God rescues, the people rebel. God disciplines, the people despair. God brings deliverance and the whole thing starts over again. This pattern was especially true in the time of the judges. After Moses and Joshua, but before kings like Saul and David and Solomon, Israel was ruled by judges. These judges didn't wear black robes and funny white wigs and bang gavels. They were warriors who led the people, often to great victory, till God's people disobeyed. Then God sent their enemies to humble them until they learned to trust God again, which sometimes they did, but overall they didn't. The time of the judges was a time when everyone did what was right in their own eyes. That may sound like the best way to live, calling our own shots and deciding what's right and wrong for ourselves, but it's actually the worst way to live. Serving ourselves leads to broken hearts, broken families, and broken promises. Our promises, that is, not God's. All of God's promises are true as true can be. 
God loves to humble the proud and save the humble. He loves to help the little guy or girl and show himself strong when we are weak. Take Gideon, for example. The Lord called him a mighty warrior. But when God found him, Gideon was hiding from his enemies. God told him to go out and save Israel from Midian. But Gideon said, I'm too puny. So what? God said, I will be with you. Still, Gideon wasn't always sure that God would really be with him. Sometimes he would try to be brave, but he was only brave at night when no one could see him. So he asked for a sign. God, will you make my fleece wet and the ground dry? How about the opposite? God, will you make the fleece dry and the ground wet? Even though Gideon should have trusted God already, the Lord was gracious to do what Gideon asked. Finally, Gideon was ready to go out and fight the Midianites. But first he had to get rid of some men. Not the Midianites, but his own. Gideon's army was too big, and God wanted a little army so that no one would doubt he was the real warrior. So Gideon's fighting men went from 22,000 to 10,000 to 300. That's not much of an army, but it was more than enough for God. When Gideon and his men blew their trumpets and smashed their jars, the people of Midian got scared and ran away. Gideon chased them down and captured their princes. It was a total rout, a big day for Gideon and a bigger day for God. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Four times in the book of Judges, a similar refrain is repeated. Those sentences mean the Israelites did not view God as their king and had decided to call their own shots. They did whatever they wanted to do. That may sound like the best way to live, but it's actually the worst way to live. Doing whatever you want leads to broken hearts, broken families, and broken promises. Our promises, that is, not God's. All God's promises are true as true can be. One of the best promises that God gave us was the promise of a coming king. This king would save God's people. This king would lead God's people. And this king is Jesus, the snake crusher. Without King Jesus, we'd all be our own kings, doing whatever it is we think is right. But King Jesus changes our hearts so that we actually want to do what God wants. There's even a fancy name for it, regeneration. King Jesus makes us new. And that brings us to today's big truth. God strengthens those who know their weakness. Okay, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is Judges 3.9. But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the people of Israel who saved them. Okay, say it with me this time. Now repeat after me. Judges 3.9. Judges 3.9. 
But when the people of Israel, but when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer. The Lord raised up a deliverer for the people of Israel. For the people of Israel who saved them. Who saved them? Great job. Okay, now keep practicing this verse through the week. It's a great way to hide the word of God in your heart. To close our lesson for today, please pray along with me. We trust you, O Lord. Give us courage to do what you ask of us. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Biggest Story podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible too. You can visit thebiggeststory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Crossway and TGC present Arlo and the Great Big Cover-Up, written by Betsy Childs Howard. This picture book is perfect for kids ages 3 to 7 and teaches them biblical truths about how to live and grow as God's children in today's culture. Find this and other TGC Kids books at crossway.org.